Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. You're darn right. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks. It is hour number three. We've got a lot going on. It'll be Steve Forbes' own self at the bottom of the hour. That means it's the 30 of the hour. Steve Forbes is the CEO. Well, he's the chairman, I should say, and the editor-in-chief of Forbes Media. He also ran for president in 2000. I bring that up because he actually announced it at, uh, on my TV station in Lansing, Michigan, ABC 53, um, the ABC affiliate, obviously, in Lansing. And I thought that he had some really good ideas. And I asked him right up front, listen, if you would have won the presidency in 2000, how would life be different in the United States of America? So we talked to him about that. We also got, I've got my orcas, some sound bites from him coming up. It's going to make you very, very angry. You see him go back and forth with, uh, with Ted Cruz and with John Kennedy from Louisiana. And uh, I also have the, the, again, if you haven't seen this and you're now getting home, get out your device or get on your computer, go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and I'm going to show you Joe Biden not once but twice getting lost today while he's out there getting it done. Oh, Carrie, what is today? I forget. Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. What do you mean? It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Let's go. You know what I mean? I didn't give you a Taco Tuesday twice there. Better be a good one. Oh, what? Better be? What is that, a threat? <laughs> I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. A little salsa, I'm ready to go. Let's go. No enchilada, no cheesy nacho. Uh-huh. Taco Tuesday, the Joe Pack Show. Taco. Chair dancing, Carrie, you get it done? No, no, no. Come on. No. Now me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. Indeed. Joe. Cause he's the boss. Bring it, Carrie. Bean and cheese farts <laughs> from Carrie Rocky. Wow. She's full of corn tartillas and Couldn't hold it, huh? It's Taco Tuesday. Well, you're like your eyes. Because this sucks. That's rude. No, you're rude. It's great. You say things like that and you play I didn't say it. That's Mark. Talk to Mark. I didn't do it. Taco Tuesday. Uh-huh. Taco That's right. Come on, Polo. Taco. Thank you. I can't, I can't possibly give you the good one every week. Why not? You were Why? doing it a, several weeks in a row. What was wrong with Why? that? I'm buying a truck. I'm tired. Da, da, da. Can I go leave early? You know, <laughs> this is what you get. You get the Taco Tuesday. Every so once in a while, really I get to make fun of you. One. Hmm. Okay. I've been kissing your ass for 17 years now. Can I play one song a week? But not all the time, though. All the time. No, not all the no, time. I, it was four no. or five weeks in a row you got the good one. I know, and I so appreciated that. And we you got to used to it, didn't you? We need you to got go used back to, it. to that. I did. I did. I need to make up for that that very dark time in my life. <laughs> we <laughs> <Stop> did that. <laughs> what? All right. Um, again, I'm not going to do it this second because I want people to have time to get in there. JoePags.com, click on Watch Now if you're away from the radio. I love you listening on the radio station. And you can only do this if you're listening live. We're live 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific time. If it's outside of those times, you won't see it by going to the website. But if you are listening live, stop by, click on Watch Now, and then you'll see Joe Biden. I'm going to play those those videos this half hour, so make sure you stick around for that. Uh, give me the back and forth between uh, Jordan and the IRS, uh, if you don't mind. This is from The Blaze, a prominent independent journalist who has worked doggedly to expose government overreach online, received an unexpected visit from the Internal Revenue Service earlier this month. 
The IRS happened to darken Matt Taibbi's doorstep the same day he testified before Congress about the weaponization of the federal government. Representative Jim Jordan is demanding accountability as it pertains to this apparent status attempt to intimidate a witness before Congress. Taibbi has been instrumental in the curation and publication of the Twitter files, which have served to expose the exertion of control by the federal government over speech and information online in recent years. In one instance, he detailed the constant and pervasive communications between Twitter and the FBI concerning what narratives to quash and what claims to censor. He also documented the efforts of California Democrat Representative Adam Schiff's office to silence the free press and remove unfavorable content on the platform. On March 9th, Taibbi testified before the House Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government. The purpose of the committee, according to its chairman, Representative Jordan, is to investigate recent violations of Americans' First Amendment rights by the federal government, as well as the Biden administration's apparent bias against conservatives. Taibbi told the committee that whereas the original promise of the Internet was that it might democratize the exchange of information globally, What we found is in the Twitter files was a sweeping effort to reverse that promise and use machine learning and other tools to turn the Internet into an instrument of censorship and social control. Unfortunately, our own government appears to be playing a lead role. And the blaze previously reported Democrats in the subcommittee were highly adversarial with Taibbi present, in addition to belittling Taibbi and intimidating that he was involved in intimating he was involved in sexcapades with his peers House Democrats, including Representative Sylvia Garcia, a Democrat from Texas, pressured the journalist to reveal his sources. I mean, a couple of things here. First of all, Matt Taibbi is not a Republican. He's not a conservative. He is a Democrat, and many would say he is a liberal. Now, of course, he is off the, off the farm a little bit here because uh, the farm has turned hard left, and he doesn't want any part of it. He's a journalist who for some reason, and there were several that um, that Elon Musk did this with, he was contacted by Twitter, by Elon Musk, saying, hey, do you want to take part in this? He wasn't necessarily a fan of Elon Musk. Uh, Schellenberger is another one that's doing it. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. It's right in the tip of my tongue. Uh, I can't really think of it. I'm not really sure. Uh, you, you know, you know uh, um, man, it's right. Somebody Weiss. Barry Weiss. B-A-R-I. That's what it is. Barry Weiss is another one that's doing the, the Twitter files, and Matt Taibbi is doing the Twitter files. So here's the thing. Independent journalism is a real problem for the left. Exposing how the DOJ was involved with Twitter is a real problem for the left. The left is in charge right now of the executive and half the legislative. So Taibbi, who, it's... Carrie, tell me if I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. It clearly was Elon Musk that was his source of the Twitter files. Mm-hmm. So why in Congress were they trying to make him say it? I don't know. Now, to his benefit here, to, you know, really held firm, he said, I'm not going to say who my source is, but hello, you know why we're here. But he would not say, he would not reveal his source because guess what? A journalist doesn't have to. It's actually part of the job. I'm not going to tell you where I got the story because this story uncovers corruption and my job is to uncover corruption. And lo and behold, the IRS shows up at his door. And these Democrats kept on pressing him while he was in the seat to say who his source was. And again, anybody who's got a brain and a computer or or a device, a cell phone, can find out. 
how he got involved. But this is how weird it, it, it is. Yeah, and when do IRS agents just show up at your door? They don't. Normally, you get a certified letter. He, you get they, a phone call. Yeah, they left him a note. I mean, it was just really weird. Really, bizarre. some would say it was an intimidation move. I don't know. I'm going to take a guess. It was intimidation. So, why exactly is it that we're not allowed to find out the real truth? Because the real truth makes them look really bad on the left, and then we go from that to um, I believe this is going to be John Kennedy from Louisiana questioning Mayorkas, another member of the executive branch under Joe Biden. Mr. Secretary, do you agree with the president that we should ban the private ownership of assault weapons in America? Senator, I do. What is an assault weapon? It is, for example, an AK-47. Uh, can you give me a definition other than just pointing to a specific weapon? Would there be other weapons besides an AK-47 you would ban? John Kennedy is so good. He just is. <laughs> what is an assault weapon? I mean, he just, he just set him up because Michael's is like, ah, yes, sir, I do. Well, what is an assault weapon like an AK-47? That's all he says. No, what is it? Tell him what an assault weapon is, you doofus. Uh, there uh, uh, very well are, and I remember when I was a federal prosecutor uh, in the Central District of California from September 25th, 1989 to, I believe it was April 2001. And I thank you for uh, your service, but if you all could of the answer law my enforcement, question. The, the vast majority of law enforcement officers, uh, leaders uh, with whom I worked uh, uh, were uh, greatly in support of the assault weapons Mr. ban. Chairman, because you know of, why we get so frustrated with you? Because you won't give straight answers. I think I just did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Do you have an, a, def, a definition of an assault weapon? Uh, I am confident there is a technical definition of what is an assault weapon, uh, and it was uh, assuredly used uh, in the context of the statute that previously existed banning assault weapons. Carrie, did you answer that question? No. I mean, it's a simple one. What's an assault weapon? Well, uh, for instance, an AK-47. Okay, so we'll ban AK-47s. Nothing else? Uh, well, when I was a prosecutor back in the Central District of California, he goes off on this diatribe about nothing that nobody asked him. And to his credit, to his credit, you got John Kennedy who says, uh, you know, we get so frustrated with you because you just don't, won't give a straight answer to a question. And then we have uh, Ted Cruz. Going at Mayorkas, who is he? Uh, John Kennedy is very smooth in how he frames these questions. Cruz just gets red in the face and lets him have it. Has the crisis at our southern border made Americans less safe? Yes or no? Senator, we are dedicated to the safety. Has the crisis made Americans less safe? I don't I don't want a, a discourse. It's a yes or no question. Senator, we have a challenge of you refuse to answer the question. Not. Mr. Secretary, let me show you how someone doing his job answers a question in a straightforward manner. Chief Ortiz, is the crisis that is currently ongoing at the southern border making the border less safe for Americans and aliens alike? Answer, yes. One word, one syllable, three letters. That's how someone answers a question and does their job. You're being a politician misleading the American people. Let me give you a chance again. Will you show the same integrity Chief Ortiz shows? Is the crisis at the southern border making Americans less safe? Yes or no? 
Senator, we have 260,000. You refuse to answer the question. Let's move on. Carrie, you're the journalist here. Did he answer that question? He I can't did remember. not. No. Senator, we have 260. So what are you talking about? It's yes or no. Uh, is it making Americans less safe? It gets even hotter later. And I'm not going to play that one. But um, for me, this guy needs to be impeached. And I talked to Tony Gonzalez about it. And keep in mind, for those who aren't sure, impeachment doesn't mean removal. Impeachment means you're being brought up on charges of high crimes and misdemeanors. When you let five and a half million illegal aliens across the border and you lie about having operational control and you lie about the safety of Americans and you give the cartels operational control, allowing for sex trafficking and human trafficking and drug trafficking. When you do all those things, you're bring, you are literally committing crimes against the country, against the American people. So yes, impeaching him would die in the Senate, but you need to do it to show your lack of confidence in this guy who clearly can't do the job. I mean, enough is enough. The guy just won't answer a question. It doesn't make any sense. Your thoughts about this? The Republicans are coming out swinging. But this is in the Senate that's run by the Democrats, so they couldn't do as much as I believe they can do in the House. They need to impeach his ass in the House. Then the trial will happen in the Senate. He'll He'll be found not guilty, but at least it's on record that you went after the guy. 888-941-PAG. Somebody in the chat is, impeachment is a waste of time. No, it's not. Um, Because if you impeach the guy, perhaps because the people see what's happening at the southern border, Biden makes him resign. Then we get him out of there. Get somebody else in there and then hold their feet to the fire. It is not a waste. I'm so tired of people saying that doing what the left did to the right is bad for the right to do the left. It's not. Not even a little bit. It's 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I've got that, those videos of Joe Biden law, literally lost. I'll have those for you when we come back as well on the Joe Pags Show. Stay right here. Joe Pags. I'm glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Lots going on. I'm about to show those videos. And again, I'll narrate them for radio. But uh, you can see them at JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. I'm going to show the videos of Joe Biden. In one, he's being directed by somebody. I don't know who the guy is. On where to stand, where to go, where to look, what to do. And sorry, not normal. And the other one, he's just sort of lost. He's like, dang, I don't know. Hey, what do I do? I go over here, I go over there. What do I do? And, and he just doesn't ever know. And there is somebody behind him pointing this way, somebody in front of him waving him this way. Then I think the guy sort of grabs his arm. I mean, what are we doing here? This is the leader of the free world? Come on. Have that for you in uh, just a minute. So make sure you get to the website now. It's uh, In the meantime, got to remind you, the media says indictments are looming against former President Trump. And uh, anytime now, in New York, in Georgia, and in Washington, Trump calls it a political witch hunt. Alan Dershowitz agrees. The famed liberal Harvard professor is speaking out against the targeting of Trump in his new book called Get Trump. All this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax talking to Dershowitz about the weaponization of our justice system. Rob Schmidt is exposing this shocker. It's abuse of power is what it is, very basically. You need to watch Rob Schmidt and Alan Dershowitz tonight. 
It's not really about Trump. It's about you and your freedoms. So watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time, tomorrow night at the same time. It's the hottest show on cable news. Find Newsmax on major cable systems and streaming ones as well, like Roku, Samsung, Vizio, Pluto, Zumo, and many more. Don't forget to download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone. You can watch it anytime, anywhere. I watch Newsmax all the time. I'm going to be on uh, Spicer and Company again this Friday. You should watch it as well. Tell your friends, tell your family to tune in and tune in today. Are you are we about ready for these videos? Let's let's do this. Because uh, again, he's just the guy's just lost. Down here? Yes, sir. Down the ramp. And we have people lined up on the left over here. Uh, some union leaders and workers. Hey, guys and ladies. Just walking with your some mark guy. is going to be the blue one to the left. How y'all doing? You've got a blue mark, and that's okay. I got, I'll stay in my blue mark, and then I'm going to say load each one of you. Yes, sir. I'm going to, I'll, I'll help you get started. So some guy, they walk out of a building. The guy tells them there are people to the left. We're going to go down these stairs here. We're going to turn to the left then. He goes, hey, people. He sort of, sort of waves at them, half, half waving. And then he says there's going to be a blue mark. That'll be your mark. You'll stand on the mark. I mean, Really? Really? Come on, dude. What are we talking about here? This is the leader of the free. We've got 81 million votes. 81 million. Now, the next one you kind of have to see. I will narrate it for radio. But you kind of have to see the next one. Where he's, he's done and there's a song playing and he's just lost. Looks to his left. Sort of does a half jog. He goes up to somebody. Do I go this way? Guy points. No, no, no. Go that way. Oh, do I go that way? Sort of puts his hands up like he doesn't know what he's doing. Secret Service guy following up. A guy walks up. We're going this way, sir. Sort of puts his arm out. Wait, how do you not know where you're supposed to go? He's the president of the United States. Trump would do anything he wanted to. Obama would do anything he wanted to. They would go anywhere they wanted. They would talk to whoever they wanted. They did not have somebody handling him. Joe Biden is getting handled. He's got handlers everywhere. Kerry, remember the, the, the Easter Bunny that saved him? Yes, I do remember that. The Easter Bunny was the lady who, in the press room or when Biden's done giving comments, that's it, da, 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 move on, get up, you gotta go, bubba doop. It's the same lady. She was dressed up as the Easter Bunny. I'm gonna show that video again and again. If you, I'm gonna narrate it for radio, but if you're watching it, it's stunning. Song is playing. He sort of talks to people, half a jog, starts going the wrong way. Do I go that way? Stops. Sort of looks around, puts his hands up. Oh, I go this way. Guy points to him to the other way. Walks by the same people. Some guy walks up, puts his hand out, points him this way. Going to go this way, Mr. Pre. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the guy's done. This is the same guy we keep hearing is going to run again. This is the same guy we keep hearing. Oh, yeah, no, he's fit as a fizzle. Uh, as, a, as, a, as a fizzle, exactly. Fit as a fiddle. And, Kerry, when he's questioned about his age and questioned about his acuity, you know what his answer is? Mm, what's up? Watch me. Watch me. Watch. I just did. I just watched you. You're lost. Mm. You're a lost old dude. And again, you know, why are you making fun of the old? I, no, I'm making fun of the guy who thinks he's our president. I'm making fun of the person who's supposed to be the strongest, most virile man on the planet that represents you and me. And I think it's appropriate. Going to head to commercial break. When we come back, we got another great interview for you. You're not going to want to miss Steve Forbes, but if you're on the live chat, I will play those videos again during the break so you can see him. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.